You're listening to the Itch and Scratch podcast with Stay Away from Scarborough Fair, written by Katie Redford. No, I've got one, yeah. Well, I've got one for you. Oh, oh are we running? Yeah. Can do it. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just about to say... I don't know if you knew, but according to English folklore, Saturday, did you know this, is the unluckiest day to get married. No, I, I didn't either, until I heard Bradley saying it on Chase. <laughs> well, he's clearly not been to the Southcliffe Hotel in Scarborough, has he? Oh, Bradley. Yeah, ladies and gents, all year round, we work extremely hard to ensure our customers are happy. Especially during the wedding season, it's the most important of times. We have the most efficient team to make sure of it too. Well... Most of the time. <laughs> You've got that out, right? Yeah. Christ. Right, time. 12.15. 15 minutes to go. Right. Well, we're pretty much all sorted up head table. Thanks for joining me. All that's left for me to do is I'll chill with the verb to click. What, is that how you, is that how you say it? <laughs> Willie would love that one. Willie the wine waiter. He gets proper wound up when customers can't pronounce the wine correctly. Someone, get this right, someone the other day asked for a merlot. I'm a lot. I thought Willie were going to kill over the way he was going on. Oh, Willie, oh, yeah, Willie's been here years. Well, we all have, actually. Says a lot about the hotel, that does. I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. I've got a few mates that work at the Grand Hotel, you know, on Seafront. You know, the massive posh one. Posh one in all of Scarborough, you know. The one with the revolving doors that just go round and round. What's the point in them? <laughs> What's the point in the revolving doors? Why not just a standard door? Honestly, some people just have money to burn. Yeah, anyway... These mates of mine, who were there, have got a bit too big for their boots, if you ask me. Oh, I work for the Grand. I've sat on Prince Charles's knee, yeah? Good for you, mate. I've sat on Barry from the Chuckler Brothers' knee, but you don't hear me banging on about it, do you? I hope I get to look after Bride. I remember the days. I used to sit on children's table. They were dark, dark days. Children should not be allowed at weddings. Fact. I'm surprised I've lived as long as I have, if I can be honest with you. I've been stood on, I've been sat on, spat on. I'm not even going to talk about the time I got flushed out loop. I thought that were it. I thought my time was up. God, even thinking about it gives me shivers. Anyway, those days are gone, and, and I get far more involved now on Ed Table. I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I'm really good with brides. I, I think I calm their nerves. <laughs> Quite good at that. Jesus, what on it? Is that the bride? Why is she crying? She looks absolutely awful, doesn't she? Are you, you okay, love? <sighs> there are many perks of my job, but humans not being able to hear me is not one of them. I hate being unheard. <sighs> well, that's the problem, isn't it? When you're a napkin. God knows what's going on out there, but it looks like an episode of Jeremy Kyle, doesn't it? You shouldn't judge a book by its cover and all that, but my God, the wedding crowd looked rough. Is that actually the bride out there? No wonder she's crying. I think I would if I looked like that on my wedding day. Look at that lot. All the waiters huddled round, watching. God, I wish Lanky Liam would move out my way. He's blocking my view. Not blocking yours. What's he even doing here, anyway? 
you know, don't let us get out, but he can't hold a plate to save his life. The other day, he spilled gravy on this old woman's lap, and poor Neil, you know, Neil the napkin, he had to deal with the consequences. That's not fair. Clumsy git. Management are too soft here, if you ask me. Honestly, if there's one thing I'd change, it's that. If this hotel was mine, lanky Liam, he'd be long gone. Nothing personal, but... No one should cry on their wedding day. That's another one, you know, unless they're tears of joy. And well, I reckon from the sound of this one, it's something to do with groom. You know, I've seen this one before. Or one of the bridesmaids. Or both. You know, that's happened. Bridesmaids can be absolute bitches. Trust me. A, a few months ago, here's one for you. We had a wedding here, and it was absolute pandemonium. Honestly, the speeches had started, right? The, the whole day was set out to be a great affair, and... The, the bride's dad, he was making this lovely, sentimental speech about his daughter and her new husband and how lucky they are to have found one another. And all of a sudden, the husband, he just gets up and bolts off, leaves the room. Next thing, one of the bridesmaids were no longer to be seen either. So the, so the bride gets up, goes to have a look, and you'll never guess what she found. Honestly, she found him bent over a box of chardonnay and Willie the wine way to sell her. Absolute animals. That's happened. That's fact. I only know that because Millie, one of the finest napkins of our time, you know, she got accidentally dragged down in the groom's pocket. She saw everything. It was a tough time for Millie, that. She wasn't really the same after that. Sorry, I'm just going to have some... Is that... I'm parched. Sorry about that. When the world can't hear you, you can see just about anything you want. I will say that. It's a privilege in some ways, being me in my position. You know, I... I get to witness all kinds of dinners. Well, my, my favourite, oh, my favourites, yeah, yeah. <laughs> favourites, probably, I'd have to say, first dates, I'd have to say, yeah. Oh, I love a first date. Don't get many myself, mind, but, you know, well, we don't get any at all here, really, in the hotel, frisky buggers. But when we do, they're cracking to be a part of it. It's great when you just see a relationship blossoming. Witnessing that spark between two people, it's nothing like it. That's special. It really is. That's truly special, that. Besides, you know, that's what we're really here. You know, me and you, that's what we're here for. Why we exist. We're here to find that special bond with someone, surely. You know, holidays, experiences, where we live, you know. All those things aren't that important without that special someone to share it all with. I do wish... I do wish people just wouldn't play games, though. I do see that, you know. That does my creases in. Honestly, I just wish they'd be a bit more brave. Because the thing is, we never know when our time's up, and... And then what if it's too late? You know, for instance, here's another one. I've got, got a lot of them. Right, treat for you today. Take last Friday. I was sitting on this young lady's lap. Roxy, I think her name was. And she's having dinner with this guy, Dexter. That was it. Who, by the way, worth noting that it was absolutely punching. Anyway, I could tell she really liked it because she was giggling. You know, they all do that, don't they? After everything he said as well. It got a bit annoying after a while. Grandma gears a bit. But, oh, and it should fill in her hair. That Women do that. Yeah. Well, it's just something I've picked up. Anyway, yeah, she's sitting there playing these mind games with him, you know, giving it all this, you know, maybe I don't want to see you again. Maybe I do, you know. And I'm sitting there just wanting to scream at this Roxy. Just, just, just tell him. <laughs> just say, you know. Do you know what? I really like you. I, I think you're absolutely bloody fantastic. And, and, and the thought of seeing you again, do you know what? It fills me with this, like, warm, bubbly feeling that makes everything around me, even these brick walls of this room we're in right now, it makes them even more colourful, vivid, beautiful. Everything around me looks more beautiful when you're around. Because if you don't say all that, before you know it, it'll be too late and you'll have lost your chance. And, and believe me, it'll be one of the biggest regrets you'll ever have. 
and you'll think back to all those times you could have said something and kick yourself because every time you think about it, the thought of what you could have had with them gets better and better and better. You'll regret not saying just how brilliant that other napkin, what that other person was. That other, that, you know, whatever thought she bought really, isn't it? Yeah. However, I will say this. You also see a lot you don't want to see. You know, there is that. There's a flip side to that coin. Adultery being the worst. Oh, it's horrible. Honestly, witnessing it. Especially, especially when the other partners find him at dinner. That's happened a few, it's happened a few times, it has. It's awful. You just want to intervene for a second. You just want to say, look, if you're not happy with your other half, just end it. You know, don't do this. Don't cheat. It's not worth the pain, is it? But I can't say that because, well, I've got a mouth. One of the other downsides of being a napkin is quite a sensitive subject, is the eye death rate. Yeah, well, I've lost, I've lost some good pals over the years. Eighty percent of napkin death, they, they've kind of worked out was caused by kidnap. Honestly, I've, I've, I've lost count how many times I've been kidnapped. And the annoying thing is, it's easily avoidable. That's the annoying thing. You know, they finish their dinner, they wipe their mouths of us, and then they pop us in their pocket. Whoa, 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 whoa! Steady on, soldier. Where are you taking me? People just don't think. They're just not very present anymore. That's it. That's what it comes down to. I remember in the early days when I first started here, dinner would take so much longer than it does now. You know, there'd be no gadgets or phones at the table and people would talk, you know, in far more depth over a long amount of time. You get to know each other a bit better. You know, you save uh, every bite of their food that you're having. You know, head chef Sharon here, she makes a mean salmon on crew and people just don't seem to be appreciating it. Most people take a picture of it before they eat it. You know, insta-bang it or whatever that's called, you know. Whatever that means. Gobble it up and that's that. <sighs> What's happened to the days where people just stopped and appreciated their food, you know, whilst having nowhere to be, no rush? I miss those days. Yeah, I do. I will say this, though. I don't reckon this wedding lunch is going ahead. Not from the sounds of things, anyway. I, I wonder if that means an afternoon off. I hardly ever get any time off. Honestly, you know. Come to think of it, I'd love some time off. Just chilling in the cupboard or everyone else. I feel very left out. But I'm saying that, you know, hotels don't really close and I don't get days off and I don't really mind too much. Besides, it could be worse, you know. <laughs> it could be a tablecloth. <laughs> How claustrophobic would that be? Just look at them. Just having it on top of them. <laughs> Doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? One of the worst... Oh, here's a funny one, right? One of the worst functions we've had was a funeral wake. You've got to laugh now by the time I was crying. A few months ago, it was the lack of respect. That was inexcusable. Absolutely. The place was full of people from Newcastle, which, if this going out to people there, then, you know, I apologise, but I'm sure it's a lovely part of the country. I wouldn't know, you know. Furthest north I've got is Scarborough Fair. But, my God, they were rowdy. At a funeral as well. First of all, they kept referring to us as serviettes. Now, if there's one thing you don't do, you do not do that. I mean, serviettes, you don't take the piss, yeah? So, secondly, I know it was awake, but emotions were running wild. But Christ almighty. By the end, I was sodden. What do you think I was? Andrex? They had to ring me out after. I've got more important jobs to do than soak up salty tears. Do you know what I mean? You know, I've got laps to protect. I've got mouths to wipe, thank you. I, I, I don't know if anyone in Newcastle has ever used us before, but, Christ, you wouldn't have thought so, the way they were carrying on. Anyway, oh, that's it, yeah. There's a man called Jim Bob. Sorry, sidetracking again. It was his wife. 
that had died. Sad, yeah, because everyone kept huddling around him, checking in on him. Anyway, this Jim Bob, but proper quiet at first, you know, it was sad. And then, and then he met Willie the wine waiter. And he wasn't so quiet after that. I, I don't know what Willie put in his drink, but sweet Jesus, you couldn't shut the man up. He got up one of the tables at one point. Poor Ted Tablecloth was underneath him, taking all weight. Oh, he gets the mic, right? This Jim Bob lad, he gets the mic from the DJ, and he says, this is one I'm dedicating to my deceased wife, Winnie. And then he started, I, I shit you not, he starts singing you twos, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Bit harsh. He'd only just buried her. Anyway, the end of that night... <sighs> A joke, but that's that's where life wasn't really the same again. Honestly, if I'm honest with you. Jim Bob drank far too much and... Well, he went to Scarborough Fair, didn't he? Like all the drunk ones do. And as he was leaving... I saw Millie. I saw Millie hanging out of his pocket. She looked so helpless. That's the last expression I remember. She looked so helpless. I tried shouting to the other napkins, you know, I tried, I really did, but... The people from Newcastle, they were too loud, and the music was blaring, and... I'd got left behind with a clearing away and was draped off the volivons, and it was all just going downhill. Millie got taken to Scarborough Fair. And that... That was the last time I saw her. Sorry, can I... Can just stop? I've heard rumours down at Andy's chip shop, you know, on the seafront that she was last seen at Waltz's. <sighs> but just never know, dear. You know, life can just really grind you down at times. <laughs> oh, hang about. Everyone's moving around at the window. Head chef Charlotte's fuming. That must mean the wedding lunch is back on. <sighs> right. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go, isn't it? I hope I've not come across as though I'm not grateful. I am. Can you just make that clear? I am. I'm, I'm very lucky to have a job that I'm passionate, and, and thanks for coming and interviewing me. I really appreciate it, you know. It really puts a spring in my crease, this. Trust me, the amount of depressed folks we get in here, business lunches, honestly, if they could hear me, and if I had hands, I'd grab them by the shoulders and say, life is too short. Yes, you're in a suave suit, and, and have money coming out of your ass, but... Are you really truly happy? I bet they've got bloody those revolving doors in their bleeding kitchens where they're carrying on. I think, on the whole, people are just too scared to take risk. I think I've got it down to that. They think money can buy them happiness. It can't. Otherwise, you know, I'd be screwed, wouldn't I? You know, you can say it, I would. I don't get paid a thing and I'm happy. I'm very happy with my lot. Sea views, I've got the whining and dining with people all over the world. You know, no day's the same. Millie just needs to return and then I'll have my lot Millie used to say that the world was our oyster which I didn't really understand because oysters are just creatures on the sea aren't they I, d I don't know if I want that to be my world you, you know if my world had a food group I'd want it to be something like satisfying like you know chocolate or Lindos, we've been particular. God, Christ almighty, you get me started now. Test sensation, them Lindos. You know you've got a good shift when you're wiping someone's mouth who's just a shitload of Lindos. Jesus. The world is your Lindo. That's what I used to say to Millie. She loved that. She said she'd use that instead of the proper phrase. I hope she's using it now. And that her Lindor world, I hope it's being kind to her, wherever she is. Right, 
That's enough of soppy bollocks over it. It looks like everyone's made friends and they're all about to head in. Oh, God. Have you read the bride's accent? We've got another Newcastle lot in. That explains the fighting, doesn't it? For one. If I can leave on a message, it'd be to the fella napkins, wherever you are, if you listen to this, it'd be hold on to your bearings, whatever you do. And stay away from Scarborough Fair. Stay Away From Scarborough Fair, written and directed by Katie Redford and performed by Jay Mailer.